Y'all, what's going on, man? We are back, man. It is Monday Night Take, man. We got an action-packed episode for you guys tonight. And I have my beautiful co-host here, T.R. Swain from Swain Solutions. So let's go ahead and get it. Let's drop some fires in the chat. I'm excited, man. Monday Night Football is on, but that does not matter. That does not stop Monday Night Take. The train keeps rolling, man. Sleeper stocks in the NASDAQ and the iPhone 15 launch is the topic for tonight. Let's go. That's hundred. What's good? We are back again, man. So, TR, man, we got sleeper stocks in the NASDAQ and the iPhone 15 launch. Man, it's a, you know been a while coming, man. Um, yeah. You know, the iPhone 15. We've been waiting uh, for the iPhone 15, man. It's crazy. You know, it just seems like yesterday iPhone X came out. Because it uh -huh. was yesterday. <laughs> it felt like with the maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was. You're right about that. You're right about that one. For sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. For sure. So, TR, can we, can we talk a little bit? you know, about uh, the job market. I want us to kick things off with the job market. I know yeah, we got sleeper stocks in the NASDAQ and the iPhone 15 launch. Yeah, of course. But I want, um, you know, we, me and you, we did an incredible, we had a, uh, we did a, we did a pop-up webinar this weekend, just really giving some people some more game. But, yeah. um, you know, I want to talk about, um, you know, just the job market and the importance of what people should be looking for in September and October, as far as opportunities that you see. What's some, some hot job, maybe some job openings that are happening right now that you're yeah, kind of noticing. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one thing I'm going to say is, unfortunately, unemployment rose to 3.8% versus what it was in 3.5% in August. So that would be something that we really need to look out for. Now, the one thing I will say is, although unemployment has increased, a lot more jobs were added versus what they predicted. So the U.S. economy predicted 170,000, but Lawrence, this is a positive, okay? We got to 187,000 in terms of opening jobs, okay? Now, the one thing that I want to also note is that there are certain industries where they are actually adding a lot more jobs versus like the prior year, okay? Now I want to ask you, can you guess what that could be? No, nah, I can't. Okay, no, that's okay. So number one, of course, is healthcare. So during the month of August, 71,000 healthcare jobs were added. So that's from being a nurse practitioner to actually being like a, um, like, like a CNA, like all of that, okay? So there's definitely yeah. opportunity there. So even if you guys wanna start to invest, you can never go wrong with healthcare. That's so, a fact. Yep. And then next after that is following the hospitality industry, which is 40,000 jobs were added. Yeah, so that's in terms yeah. of like part-time opportunities. And what's dope is because this is still September surge. So this is happening from Labor Day to basically at the end of Halloween, where we're going to see a lot of peaking jobs. So if you're interested in getting seasonal work, definitely look into towards these hospitality type of roles. Okay. And like retail jobs too, that's included. Gotcha. 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 So for you in the, in the in the tech space, the tech world right now. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the four one one as far as I guess like you know you had a lot of these metaverse uh, jobs popping up. I know in like the twenty twenty two and this year. Uh, well, what's what's some what's some jobs that people can get compensated over two hundred and fifty thousand right now? Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. Like, yeah. I'll say is well one. 
there were actually a decrease of 15,000 in jobs. So remember, mm -hmm. there's going to be a deficit of like millions of jobs. Okay. That's going to be happening by 2028. And so it's really important. So basically AI is starting to take over. So basically if you can start to get into like learning machine learning right now, that's really in, you can make that 200 K plus you could definitely bake it off of, if you have, like I would say software engineering experience, like looking into that definitely can get that. You also have like on the other end in terms of even with like project management. So there's a lot of project management openings. And so if you have the PMP certification, you'll definitely get prioritized. Okay. Yeah. So now nah, that makes definitely a lot of sense. So, yeah. Um, you know, to me, I think, um, you know, I think that's one of the things a lot of people just from the commentary I've been getting from a lot of people, just like, you know, people out there looking to transition right now. So, yo, um, if you're looking for a transition, I want you to drop some fires in the chat right now. How many people are looking for a transition? I want to I want to see who's out there tonight, who's listening. We got 83 people here right now. What I need everyone to do, what I need everyone to do. I said last week, I said I needed everyone who was on to bring another one to two people. So. Tonight, I need you guys right now to share this live, YouTube live here right now. We need to get above 100. I don't care about Monday Night Football. We about to talk about getting this money. We about to talk about sleeper stocks in the NASDAQ. Right. iPhone 15 launch. Don't worry about the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. Don't worry about Aaron Rodgers' first game in, in the Meadowlands. Don't worry about Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Those my guys. We love them. But we're going to catch them after. Right now, we are dialed in and we is focused. Why? Because the iPhone 15 is coming and there's five sleeper stocks in the NASDAQ that I want you to know about. So I need everyone to just take a second, share this with two of your friends right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And the last thing I wanted to say is on the, like, on the federal side, 8,000 new jobs were added. Okay. Yeah. Within the last week. So now is the time if you're interested in going like the federal route, please do it. Okay. So you can go on like clearance jobs, go on USA jobs.gov. There are also a ton of different staffing firms that you can also consider. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So TR word on the street is you got some questions for me and you know, I'm always TR. They say my TR is a straight shooter with the questions. So Let's All right, get it. Let's go. get it. Let's get it. Let's go. All right. So let's actually start off with the sleeper list. Okay. Because we can, you know, build up to the momentum of this iPhone 15. Okay. So, but I want to know is in general, Lawrence, what inspired you to even create this sleeper list of NASDAQ companies? Yeah. So honestly, what inspired me to really create this sleeper list of NASDAQ companies for me was I think a lot of times we highlight here, um, you know, a lot of times we, we highlight pretty much always, you know, the top companies, right? And that's cool. But what about the sleepers, right? What about the ones that's, you know, on the rise, right? Um, you know, might be looking in the background and you're kind of looking for those different, like I said, you're looking for those different stocks, those different opportunities that could be presenting themselves at the time. So I came up with a, with a, uh, you know, a sleeper list. And, you know, when it, when it came to me, for me looking at the sleepers, I'm looking for the tickers that are kind of like right now, just on the cuffs, right? On yeah. the cuffs for a breakout. So if you guys ever watch, you know, any sports shows, right? They always talk about their top five players that are sleepers or their top five teams that are on the sleeper on the rise, right? So that's where that's where I kind of came up with the sleeper list. So my top okay. five NASDAQ uh, companies that, um you know, I believe that are, you know, that are a little bit uh, sleeping right now. Yeah. Okay. They're about to wake up. So that's that's why I said it. Yeah. So listen, is it possible? Can you do a screen share so we can see it too? So I'm just going to list the five companies that I have. So I'm just going to list the five companies that I have on that's the fine. list. 
Yeah, and then I'll go through them. Yep, okay. yep, yep. So any more questions? Any more questions? Yeah, listen, you know I'm always going to have a lot of questions, y'all. So the another question I have is, what criteria or factors did you consider when you selected these specific companies? Great, really great question. Um, I, One of the main things was I was looking for, um, you know, what is the company's game plan, right? What industry they are, right? I'm looking for the company's game plan. So for me, um, that was one, that was one factor, right? Like, could I actually take a look in, in, and be able to see, you know, where's the, what, what direction is the company heading into right now? That was important to me. Um, I also want to see the company being able to increase um, not not really as much more so just only revenue. You always want to see an increase in revenue, but profitability, right? Their path okay. to profitability. If they already some 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 of these companies are already profitable for one, um, yeah. but what's their goal of increasing their profits as well? And then as well, um, you know, particularly with them being in the Nasdaq, you know, could I see them potentially? What moves am I looking at for them? Could I see them even you know rising over time, like? Gotcha. Their ranking, you know, so where I'm kind of seeing, you know, maybe there's something technically as well, too, that I could potentially see as well. So kind of a mix of all that. Okay, no, that's really good. All right, so please share. What is this list? All right, so you want me to go, I'm going to go from five to one. I think that's okay. the best. I don't want to go one to five. I want to okay, go five to one. Go ahead. So I want to go from the bottom, um, literally to the top, right? So um, of the five companies that I have that are on my sleeper list right now, um, that are actually here in the NASDAQ, right? So um, I want to go through each of these tickers and I want to talk about them. So the number one ticker that is number, excuse me, number five ticker, right? That is on the sleeper list. The number five ticker that is on my sleeper list right now that is in the NASDAQ. It is going to be FTNT, FTNT. So FTNT, right? Um, I like FTNT. A lot of people have asked me as far as do I own any shares of FTNT? Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, no. FTNT right now is actually ranked right here at 53 in the NASDAQ as far as holding allocation ranking. But FTNT, the reason why I like FTNT is because personally, I think there's some incredible up, upside for FTNT in their particular space when it comes to cybersecurity. I think you have names like CrowdStrike and Zscaler that are probably a little bit ahead of them, but I think FTNT is the dark horse, right? You always have a dark horse in the industry. And so they're number five. When I take a look at at FTNT, right, from a technical standpoint, um, I even am looking at them from the standpoint of right now, really just expecting, you know, price to be able to to move up over a period of time. FTNT, um, they had a couple of earnings where price kind of kind of got dumped. Um, it broke off. So, you know, that was one thing that I was able to kind of like gather and really see from their chart. So FTNT, uh, Fortinet is going to be my number five, right? My number five. So when you take a look at FTNT and look at its price history and you're able to kind of see where it's been at, um, you know, FTNT um, has performed like super, super well. Um, it had a nice drop. It dropped to what I saw was it dropped, um, and, I'm, and, uh, and I'm seeing it, yep, November here in my notes, it dropped to about 45. So FTNT dropped to about 45. It's currently prices at 65. It's hitting a high up here um, at about $80. So FTNT has really been one that I like. I'm looking forward to uh, being able to see, honestly, what happens next with FTNT. I'm excited. Um, I think there's there's definitely some, some upside with them. I'm excited to see really how the company you know, pushes themselves along. So I'm excited for FTNT. So that is number five. 
um, cybersecurity ticker, um, and it's particularly in that space. So that is number five for me, um, FTNT. That is um, a shout out to Michaela. Michaela, she brought two friends. I need everyone to add before I even give um, the number four ticker on the sleeper list. I need you guys to add at least another 90 people here. I get, like I said, we got Monday night football, but listen, man, Monday night football don't pay bills. Monday night football don't pay bills. This information here right now, this is a game changer. This is a game changer. So we gave, and I see some more people that's coming in, continue to add people in here. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So my number four, um, number four, and this one, it's, it's really done well. It's really honestly done well. And it's not a name that you hear me talk about a lot. And this name is expensive, but it is R-E-G-N, Regenerin Pharmaceuticals. Now, I'll be quite honest with you. I'm not the biggest person when it comes to pharmaceutical companies, but Regenerin Pharmaceuticals honestly has earned my respect. It's earned it. Um, I definitely can say that. I remember when Regenerin Pharmaceuticals was 300 bucks. I'm looking at See here on a chart here on my phone. I remember when it was $300. Regenerating Pharmaceuticals right now is a 90 billion market cap company with a PE ratio TTM for the trailing 12 months of 22. So what I like about Regenerating Pharmaceuticals, quite frankly, is they produce. The numbers don't lie. You know, a, a healthy PE ratio is in between 15 to 30. They're right now at 21. So the reason why I put Regenerant, you know, at four, right, R-E-G-N, is because I also believe because the stock price is now $833, I believe that Regenerant Pharmaceuticals could also potentially be a candidate to do what we call a split, a stock split. So I'm looking a little bit into the future, may be wrong, but I've, you know, been through this rodeo a few times just seeing us ticker, you know get a little bit more closer to that thousand dollar mark and yeah. may want to split now one thing that i do will say about regenerating pharmaceuticals is there's not a lot of volume that's traded in this ticker so this ticker honestly over the past like we said three years it, it's up 111 percent. this could be a ticker that splits again it's a 90 billion dollar market cap you know trading at you know 21 times earnings for the past 12 months it is not that horrible this is a great in my opinion uh, honestly great great fair value company that sits literally uh right here i'm looking at this uh so we take a look at regenerate it sits at the 32 ranking in the nasdaq so people ask well why did you put together this sleeper list because to me regenerate is a is a sleeper um you know it's definitely a sleeper it's a company I like, and um, you know I've seen what it's been able to do over here in time, and I think that you could potentially see, you know, a stock split from this company. So Regenerate Pharmaceuticals, the numbers back it up. Twenty-one times earnings, the revenues has increased. Um, so I think this is one that's on a that's on a sleeper part. Um, here in the Nasdaq, it's been a name. You know, you're not going to hear too much about Regenerate at all, right? But it's quietly been able to honestly just outperform. So. You know, that's what I would say as far as another uh, sleeper stock here in the NASDAQ, particularly that I like. So that is number four. Regenerate is number four. It is a sleeper to me. Um, it's one particularly that I like um, here. And I think there's some more upside. So um, let's add some more people, man. Some fires in the chat. We just yeah, got, okay. we just gave y'all number five, right? We gave, you guys, we gave you guys number five and we got, and we gave you guys number four. So I want to make sure that everyone has number five and number four. So mm -hmm. the first one we gave you was Fortinet, which is ranked 53. And we gave you the second one, 
um, for number four, uh, we gave you that as well. So we just gave you Fortinet, um, and we also gave you Regenerant Pharmaceuticals, like I said. So Regenerant Pharmaceuticals, I highlighted as a, a stock that could potentially be on split watch, right? So just keep that in mind uh, when it comes to Regenerant Pharmaceuticals, that that could be something in the pipeline. Um, so Regenerant Pharmaceuticals. So we're going to go to number three. We're going to come to number three, number three, number three, number three, number three. So who is ready for number three? I'm ready. I've been ready. I, I don't I, I don't I don't know if the audience is ready, man. The, the numbers are a little bit lacking. The numbers are lacking. I don't know if the people are fired up quite yet here. I don't know if the people are fired up. No. Listen, shout out to Audrey. We, we see you, girl. Listen. Yeah, let's get this chat fired up, y'all. So man, number five. I mean, excuse me, number number three. Three. Number three. We did number five. Man, yes. I'm excited. Okay. So number three. So this was tough. Um because honestly, I went back and forth for like three and four. Mm -hmm. Number three is going to be Intuitive Surgical Incorporation. So ISRG, that is your number three NASDAQ sleeper, right? Mm -hmm. they, someone said they mad Aaron Rodgers just got hurt. Oh, man, that's rough. That's Dang. rough. Oh, man, we're going to send some prayers for Aaron Rodgers. That's rough. But. Let's get back to it. Intuitive Surgical, ISRG, ISRG. Now, this is where the conversations here are. This is where it gets a little bit touchy. How? Explain. So, let, let me go to ISRG's company description. Okay. Let me go ISRG's company's description. So when you go to ISRG's company description and you take a look at it, Intuitive Surgical develops, manufactures, markets uh, products that enable physicians and healthcare providers to enhance the quality and assess minimal innovative care in the United States and internationally. The, comp the company offers to enable complex surgery using minimal invasive approach, and here's where we go, which extends its commercial offerings beyond surgery, diagnostics procedures enabling, right? Invasive biopsies to the lung. It also provides a, yeah, a suite of stapling energy and core instruments for its surgical systems. Progressive learning pathways to support the use of its technologies. A complement of services to its customers, including installation, repair, maintenance, integrated digital capabilities, wow. providing, right? All of that. Offering streamlining performance in hospitals with programming enhancing insights. The company was incorporated in 1995 in Sunnyvale, California. So wow. they have 12,000 full-time employees. Medical instruments and supplies is uh, when you take a look at their uh, particular industry. Yep. And then they have a PE ratio of about 75, a market cap of $106 billion. So what I want to see from them really now is I want to see them increase this EPS the reason why I want to see them increase their EPS is because that will bring the PE ratio down. Because when you have a price um, that is a little bit higher, but the earnings are not quite as getting there, you know, that's where you get that 75. So when I take a look, um, you know, here at ISRG um, as well, you know, I want to be able to see now, you know, what actually are some of the analysis that I can actually see to see where price is going to be going next. So. Let me see. I think I can share. Uh, did I disappear? Did I go blank when I just you did? Moved? You did go blank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, apologies on that. I don't want to go blank again here. So, I'm gonna read um, some of this information off to you guys. So, when I take a look, 
like I said here at Intuitive Surgical, I want to see in 2024 and 2025, I want to see them get that EPS number. That's going to be able to now have that price, um, even where it's at, it, it, it starts to become, you know, a lot better in shape from a price to earnings perspective. So Intuitive Surgical, I think is one that um, for three here, for one, Intuitive Surgical already. So when I was telling you guys before about Regenerant Pharmaceuticals, Intuitive yeah, Surgical yeah. already did a split about, I want to say it was about 18 months ago. So Intuitive Surgical has already done a split because their stock price was like already like $900. So they did the split. So if you take a look at them year to date, they're up about 14%. Um, in the past year, they're up about 36%. But Intuitive Surgical is one that I personally like um, and I personally own. Um, so Intuitive Surgical is a name that I'm going to be continuing to buy. Um, I would, like I said, I want to see um, its ability to now be able to get those earnings a lot higher. That's important to me. Um, average volume, only about, you know, once again, kind of in the same boat as Regenerant Pharmaceuticals, you don't see a bunch of volume that's being traded, particularly in this name from a shares perspective. There's not a bunch of shares that are being traded. So there's still a limited amount of shares that are actually out there outstanding. I think we'll do an episode about outstanding shares. That's an episode in itself on, on how that happened. So outstanding shares, just remember that for the future because I'm, I'm coming back to it. So Intuitive Surgical was number uh, three. So let's go through. So we had Regenerance Pharmaceuticals was four and we had Fortinet was number five. So Intuitive Surgical, like I said, is my sleeper. Um, one of my picks um, that I personally think over the next few years that you're going to see a lot of movement from. So Intuitive Surgical is a name that particularly I like, and I think there's some tremendous up, yeah. upside. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any I mean, questions I'm, so far? Go ahead. I mean, all I'm going to say is I'm not surprised because you are mentioning two healthcare companies. Okay. Healthcare added the most like amount of jobs since last month. So all of this is like parallel to each other. So that's pretty dope. Yeah. Yep. And someone just added a, a, a great point here. Has a moat. They make a good portion of their money by charging for one-time use of disposable surgical items for the use of the surgical robot. Yeah. So, you know, that's a really, really great point that was just added um, there. And um, yeah, I think, um, you know, really, really, really solid point. So definitely wanted to make mention of it. Um, yeah. Once again, that's another sleeper. Um, this on our sleeper list, right? So Definitely want to um, continue the trend here, y'all, um, mm -hmm. and continue to add that value, continue to add that value. So if we can get some fires in the chat, we are here Monday night, take every Monday, 8 p.m. Monday night football or not, whether my team's playing or not, like they are right now, I'm here, I'm showing up, we get busy. Money comes first, play comes second, simple as that. So we are now getting to the last two. We are now getting to the last two, y'all. Um we are now getting to the last two. This is where it really got tough because this is where it got tough from the standpoint of, you know, the question could be asked, is this company really a sleeper? And I would say that, Which one? yeah, this company is, is still a sleeper. Now you guys know, here's, 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 here's my thing. Let's get number two. Number two on the list, man. You know, the guy who owned Twitter, he paid $40 billion for Twitter, right? He paid $44 billion for Twitter. He was one of the co-founders of PayPal. And he right now has the company that is the most slept on, right? He has the company that is one of the most slept on companies right now. Now, some people may say, Lawrence, so what's number one? 
Right. Number two, you know what it is. It is Tesla Incorporation, baby. Now, did y'all see that print that Tesla did today? Woo-wee! Tesla was on fire. Do I need to pull up the chart? Do I need to pull up the chart? So why you, hold on, I got a question. Is so why do you think that Tesla of all like companies, how is that yeah. a gym? Like, how is that an underrated gym right now? Yeah, it's an underrated gym. Great question, TR. Right now, Tesla's at 273. So it's still off its all-time high of 414, right? Now, today what we saw was Tesla was up $25. It was up. It was up 10%. Now, listen, you see, a lot of times Tesla takes off. When most people are asleep on it, right? Tesla takes off when most people see NVIDIA's garnered all the attention, mm -hmm. right? All the other stocks, Meta Platforms has outperformed, right? Because Tesla's is the second most slept on company here in the NASDAQ. And I'm telling you why. Because Elon is cooking some things up. Let's talk about what Elon's cooking up. Not only has Tesla now have, have, have had now since October right let's go to it october 2019 we're coming up on the four-year anniversary tesla will now have once october earnings come out 16 straight quarters of profitability after they said the company would never post profit they said this company would never post profit they said elon would never be able to deliver half a million cars well excuse me he's almost delivering half a million cars in one quarter and has a great shot to do it this quarter and i believe he's going to push for it so why do i believe tesla is most slept on because i don't believe a lot of people are taking into account the factories that are going to be built to build oh, yeah. to, to, the, the more giga factories that are going to come and how tesla is going to be able to increase their output over the next three to four years so i think that part is not being taken into consideration but I think that when you take a look at Tesla, man, Tesla, even though it's in the top 10 in the NASDAQ, respectfully, AVGO has passed Tesla in ranking in the NASDAQ. That is disrespectful. That, excuse me, excuse me. It is now adjusted. So, okay, Tesla took back over after today. But let me say, but that's that that was today. Let me be very clear. Last week on last week, towards the end of the week, AVGO was more valuable in the NASDAQ just by a slight margin than Tesla. So I want you to understand that Tesla takes that disrespectful. When you take a look, Tesla dropped from five all the way to nine and they're back at eight. So it's just like college football. When you take an L and you drop from three, like Alabama, and I, I forget where they're ranked right now, but they took, a, they took a beating. They got beat by Texas. You take a little bit of exception to that when you start to see an AVGO pass you. Respectfully, you do. And AVGO is box office. Let's not get it twisted. But Tesla, let me tell you, there's a difference between being box office, let me be very clear, and you owning records. Let me be very clear. And you having the data. You could be box office, right? But we're talking about winning championships here. And if I want to talk about a sleeper list, it must include Tesla. Because the story this year has been all about NVIDIA. Right. And what I've said to people is, listen, and how many people in here listen to me? How many people in here listen to our good brother, Mark Monroe? We sat in Twitter spaces last year in October. We told everyone, me and Mark Monroe did lives last year in October. And we told everyone, right? NVIDIA, get on that. And we've seen how it's performed. I'm telling you here right now, please do not sleep on Tesla because you will blink twice. And I'm serious, you will blink twice. And we, what we saw today, that was just a taste of it. Now we're not saying Tesla's out of the woodworks. They got 
They got a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do. But Tesla, yes, is number two on my sleeper list for those reasons. I think a lot of people are discounting Elon. I think a lot of people um, are forgetting about what Elon's capable of. And I think there needs to be some respect on Elon's name. So, you know, when you start having companies like ABGO pass them, they take that a little bit disrespectful. That's a punch in the mouth. And Tesla, I believe in them having the ability to show up. So it would not be fitting if I did not have them on the list. So um, you know, I went back and forth with this. Um, I put them at number two. I very easily could have put them at number one, um, but I wanted to put them at number two. I really wanted to put them at number two. Um, I really had a great argument as to why I didn't put them honestly at number one. Um, but I, 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 it was tough. It was definitely tough. It was definitely tough. Definitely tough. Definitely mm -hmm. tough. And after we do number one, I'm going to make an honorable mention, um, to a name that is not a sleeper, but it just keeps printing and people maybe aren't talking about it enough. So are y'all ready for number one? Who's ready for number one? I'm curious too. Like, what's what's going on here? Like, which one is number one? Is, is it a tech company? Like, what's going on? Okay. Which uh, what's 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 number one? What's number one on the sleeper list? What is number one on the sleeper list? Huh. That's a great, 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 great question. That's a great, great, great question. So let's talk about it. This is number one that's on the sleeper list, right? So number one that's on the sleeper list is one that I think gets overlooked the most but produce probably some of the best results if you take a look at the NASDAQ, right? Mm -hmm. And when we think about over time, you know, this company, what it can become, right? And where it's at right now from this perspective. Now, I think it's arguably kind of fell under the radar, right? And I was went back and forth as far as having this company either, you know, number one or, or, or number two, you know, and I think people discount Google. Alphabet Incorporated is number one. Okay. Alphabet. Now, now let me explain why Alphabet Incorporated is number one. Right. Why is Google number one? I think people discount right Google a lot. I'll be quite honest with you. I don't think Google gets the love. It is. It's a one point seven three trillion dollar company. But yet, I hear all these people raving. You know, raving about Nvidia. And, and like I said, I love Nvidia. We purchased Nvidia. But listen, Nvidia has to deliver. It has to deliver and it better keep delivering. But I think one that's flown under the radar that has incredible upside potential and I think is a sleeper. And I think I think Alphabet has more upside than Amazon. I think Alphabet has more. I think Google has more upside than Amazon here at this time. And I think Google equally has as much upside as Microsoft. Right. And so when I take a look at Google and I take a look at their numbers, you know, take a look at their earnings, all that stuff is good. Yeah. But, but when I think about their leadership, their rock solid leadership, um, like I don't think they get enough credit for how they come after quarter after quarter. Even when Meta was having problems, Google wasn't having as much as many problems. There's still every every company had its problems. But when I take a look at Google, it's all time high is 151.55. The reason why it's number one on my sleeper list is because, you know, no matter how high the interest rates are, right, that keep coming in. I think Google is finding ways to be creative, just like Tesla. So I went back and forth really with putting Tesla number one and Google number two. But I think Google's a name that honestly just doesn't get as much love when it comes to the NASDAQ. So um, that's why Google's number one. I think that Google, 
I think that Google is going to have some tricks up their sleeve. I think you've been yeah. hearing all the praises of Microsoft. You've been hearing all the praises of NVIDIA. Um, but listen, and no, and no, not to either one of those companies, but Google is number one on my sleeper list. I think you can expect a lot. And I think from Tesla as well, too. So just to go over the list for people that's coming in late, um, number five, we want to go right into it. We had uh, Fortinet, right? So we had FTNT. Number four, we came right into there. We had Regenerant Pharmaceuticals. Number three, yo, after we had Regenerant Pharmaceuticals, like TR said, we also had Intuitive Surgical, ISRG, right? Intuitive Surgical. Number two, we had Tesla. We know Elon is a bad man. <laughs> Just like Stephen A used to say, Aaron Rodgers is a bad You gotta sound like Stephen A. Smith, you know say, say it again. You gotta sound like him. Actually. Nah, that's, that's him. The shout out to my guy, Stephen A. Smith. He's a, you know, Elon Musk is a bad man, right? And just stay off the weed, right? And then you also have, um, you know, Google, number one, on the sleeper list. So, you know, gave my reasons as to why. So that is the list, man. That is a list. So as we wrap up the list, TR, anything before we move to this iPhone 15 launch? Yeah, so I would say just from your own experience, right? So did you have a list last year in terms of like what was on your sleeper list? And did you see like it? I want to know, like, yeah, yeah. The, uh, you know, I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but oh. <laughs> the number one, the number one on the sleeper list was Nvidia, and it oh. all what happened. Okay, so I'll okay, just leave okay. it there. We had, you know, Nvidia was on a sleeper list. Um, we had Netflix, which was number four on yeah. that sleeper list. We had AMD, which was on that sleeper list as well. It performed beautifully, and I, I beg to pardon. Number two on the list was Meta. All I heard was Meta is dead. Meta is dead. Meta is dead. Meta's dead. Meta's not coming back. It's at $88. It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. Well, it looks alive to me today. Like right. Drake said, look alive, look alive, look alive, look alive. Hey, quick tip here. Meta, as it's breaking above this 308, it has a gap to fill to 313 all the way to 317.76. So just be mindful of that. Meta's looking alive. Google's looking alive. Be prepared, man. Like Drake said, look alive, look alive, look alive, man. You got to look alive, man. But here's a quick joke. Next week, don't be looking like this guy at the podium. Well, the Federal Reserve has announced we're going to raise another quarter point interest rate. Um, you know, we know, in, we know inflation is high. Um, you know, it's been tough. You know, we're thinking about taking rates to 6%. Um, we're almost there. Um, so don't be looking like him. Don't be looking like JP. I'm done. Please. Don't be don't be looking like Jerome Powell, man. So, man, that, but that's next week. We're giving y'all too much game. See y'all. Right, what, what we got next? All right. So listen, it's what I've been waiting for. This Apple conversation. So listen, are y'all ready for this Apple conversation? Y'all ready for this? Hey, we got the iPhone, man. So I got right here. I got, I got my oops, got my two iPhones. Can't be dropping the iPhone, man. Woo! Got my two iPhones right here. Two iPhones. Yes. Both the 14. I got a 14. So we're going to take, we're going to trade one of these 15. We're going to get one of these 15s, man. So my take on the iPhone is like this, man. iPhone has a cult-like father, but iPhone demand has been dropping. But I think iPhone demand has been dropping for one. I mean, interest rates are higher, right? So, yeah. you know, APR has increased. Cost of getting yourself an iPhone has been different. And, you know, some people don't deem it as um, necessary, right? Some people didn't deem it as necessary last year, but you know, some of those, you know what I'm saying? Some of those, as, at this point right now, some people may be saying, yo, it's time for an upgrade. So I think this year, 
there could be like a lot of people skipped the iPhone 14, to be fair. A lot of people did. You know, 13 was good enough for them. So they're still holding. Some people are still holding the 12s. Right. right. So you got to think about that. Yes. So I think the iPhone 15, I think you could see a lot of growth simply because people have had their phones and they're just ready to get a new one. Right. Mm -hmm. So you could see that. Right. I just think it, if someone said, bro, still constantly dropping the phone to give himself. Nah, I'm getting a 15 anyway. 115, 115. Um, getting to get one, at least one new iPhone every year. So I just think, you know, that's one thing that I'm excited about. When you think about the specs, you know, a lot of people talk about it being the same exact phone, which, you know, we've seen. I think we've seen some advancements, though. I think, um, yeah. you know, uh, shout out to our good brother, Mark Monroe, you know, here at the Come Up Series. Some of us have had the pleasure to have the new I iOS for some time, right, on on some on our devices. So um, he he hooked us up. So appreciate you, our good brother here. Um, and so we've been able to kind of have that new iOS and uh, play around with a few things. So kind of the beta version and different things like that. So. I think um I think Apple's trending in the right direction. I think um you know we we put in the iPhone 15 launch. We have um obviously you know their big event that's going to be happening tomorrow. Um for people to be mindful, you know a lot of times these events see Apple pump and then dump, right? So after the event is over, the stock may dump, and that could be a temporary thing. So for anyone that's trading tomorrow, thinking oh man Apple's going to the moon, maybe it does, but be mindful that there could be a pullback. So I think this is like kind of like you know. A lot of upgrade type year for certain individuals that could help and spur the iPhone 15 launch. So I think that's a bullish case on the iPhone 15 that this year, a lot of people, just the sentiment I heard last year, and you kind of saw even from the numbers, people weren't buying iPhone 14s like that. And I think a lot had to do with not just financially, um, but I think some people say, you know what, just wait on the 15. It's not time yet. And um, I, I think that that could just be, you know, the 15, that could be you know, the spark and growth there. Um, and I think I'm really excited for Apple's Vision Pro. I think I'm excited for that, Apple's Vision yeah. Pro. I'm excited for those to drop. I know they'll be limited, probably high in demand, even with the cost, you know, people will probably try to gobble them up. You know, I think, you know, starting with like 3,500, I'm interested to see that. I think there's some things that, you know, in a pipeline with that, I'm excited, excited to see the new AirPods as well too. So I think there's a lot of things with the iPhone 15 that can spur some potential growth for Apple. So I'm excited to see, you know, heading into holiday season. Um, I think getting, you know, different ways of creative financing for people and individuals, um, some partnerships as well. I think that's going to be important. And, you know, cell phone companies, bills are going up. So, you know, some people could be a little bit reluctant to upgrade if not needed. So for yeah. those people that may have gotten the iPhone 14, I don't see, I, you know, I won't say I won't see a bunch of them, but you, like you said, you have that cult like following for people that just want the new iPhone every year, right? They want the new iPhone, right? So Apple, I think with their other products, I think they're going to make up, um, I think the Vision Pro and I think how they, how they do that will make up for maybe some of the revenue. But I think Apple's firing on all cylinders, y'all. Um, I think anytime, like I said, you're going to, I think the iPhone 14, I think it, you know, in my opinion, I like the iPhone 14. This is my opinion though. But I just think, you know, people held back just because of that very reason. I'm waiting for the 15. Mm -hmm. comfortable to hold out for another year before getting a new phone. So, yeah. Well, listen, so we have a comment mm -hmm. where um, we're asking, so what about China? So I don't think a lot of people, they may not be aware of this, but mm -hmm. and I'm this too. so right now, Apple stock is declined by 6%. Mm -hmm. I'll to this due to um, Chinese government restrictions. Mm -hmm. So I just want to know, like, how do you think these geopolitical factors will impact this, like, stock? It's chess, it's, 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 it's chess, not checkers. So okay. China, China knows what they're doing and Apple knows what they're doing. So they come to a resolve. 
it's a temporary mm -hmm. stock pullback. Um, you know, you don't want to cut a pipeline like Apple away from you. You know, China's smarter and, and Apple's smarter. But I do see Apple continue to develop their business outside of China more and more and moving away. Yeah. Um, I actually made a post last week where I kind of highlighted on my IG, you know, the companies with some of the biggest exposure to China. Qualcomm, uh, QCOM was right at the top of that list. Mm -hmm. um, so you do have a lot of companies that, you know, there's about 10 companies that actually have, and I actually will, let me read off this list that have over, you know, 30% of their revenue where they actually just get it from China, right? So Qualicom is number one, 63.6%. Monolithic Power is 52.3%. Broadcom, ticker ABGO, 35%. Texas Instruments alone gets 49.2% um, right there from actual China. You do have Corning, which gets about 30%. Applied Materials, AMAT, 28.1%. ON, ON. Semiconductor 27.8. So I expect China to to make it tough. I'm I'm interested to see where the relationship goes, but I think a lot um has to, in my opinion, deal with you know not just where the relationship goes right now with this current administration, but who's next, right? Who's next getting into office is going to mean a lot for this relationship with China. Um, but I'll say this once again: I've been hearing about China, China this, China that for, for the years. past seven, for seven years, and the stock market yeah. still went up. Apple still made all-time highs. So I don't, NVIDIA still made all-time highs. AMD still made all-time highs. So TSM's done well, you know what I'm saying? So these companies, I won't always China, 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 um, you know, just yeah, for people right. to understand, you know, that's a lot of fear market, fear mongering. So, yep. Any other questions, TR? Of course. So what I want to ask you is because we always see this in terms of this like type of like influence. So whenever there's a new product, the stock's going to go up. Do you think it's going to be long term like that in terms of having that consistent like trajectory with Apple? Or do you think it would actually be different like long long term? Like what do you think? Stock price. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think where the stock price is right now, I think you'll look ten years from now, five ten years from now, I think you'll see Apple stock price higher from where it's at for sure um and i think it's just a matter of being patient um yeah. Apple's a three trillion dollar company with about 16 uh, billion shares outstanding so outstanding shares i'm gonna factor that into next week's episode just because you i've said it like probably like three times this episode yeah. and i want to make sure i do some proper uh showing people exactly what i mean and why it's so important but just to give a brief analysis and you guys can do your homework outstanding shares matter because it's the supply of how much, uh, how many shares you have out there, literally outstanding, right? And so, you know, it comes down to this, the more shares you have outstanding and you have a $3 trillion company, it takes a lot of money to move Apple. So Apple is going to need to garner more investor capital in order for the stock price to move up, you know, over a period of time. And I think a product like the Vis Vision Pro done right, I think that's the type of product that can take Apple next level. So I'm saying here, the Vision Pro, I would say give it about, give it about, give it five years. Give it to, give it, give it to the end of the decade. I'll actually, I want to see where the Vision Pro lands Apple. I think the Vision Pro is a product that can literally take Apple alone, done right, to being a 4.5, 4.2 trillion dollar company. Yo, listen, you just answered my next question. I was going to talk about other innovations and how that would impact it, but you just answered it. So Yeah, I think the Vision Pro okay. done right. There's going to be some issues, some problems, but I think the Vision Pro could literally take Apple up from a stock price perspective, 30 to 40% if done right, if, if done right over the next five years. Mm -hmm. So I think the Vision Pro alone 
done right, plus a re-innovated iPhone, which I think is in the pipeline. Apple hears that. They're not, I, I won't doubt, I'm not going to doubt that Apple ain't listening to the noise, right, and not rectifying these things. So I think when you take a look at, you know, the iPhones that are coming in the pipeline and, you know, they just think about it. Like, who's been able to even step up even close to Apple? Even though people talk about it's the same phone, who's doing anything better? I hear a lot about the Samsung Galaxy. No knock to the Android, but it's just not an iPhone. It's just not. It's just not. It's just like, it's just like when you take a look, I, I just, you know, oh, I, I just, you know, it's you got to compare what's right. It's, you know, just simple as that. It's, you can't compare. You know, when I when I think about people trying to compare an Android and an iPhone, respectfully, you know, it's like you trying to compare Tom Brady, right, to when you take a look, the greatest, the GOAT of all time, you're comparing Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. Like, if I ever heard you compare Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield, we can't ever talk again, respectfully. So, you know, it's just as simple as that. Tom Brady has seven championships. Apple's shown you what they've been able to do over since 2007. They've shown you even before that, but since 2007 with this iPhone and these reinventions, you know, please don't ever, ever put Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield in the discussion. Simple as that. So that is my take on Monday okay. night take. No pun intended. Well, I mean, it's Monday night football, so maybe a little pun is intended. Uh, that. No. We got Monday night take, the hottest show on television right now. That's what I heard. So, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but that's actually all of my questions, though, in terms of like the product launch. So, yeah. Man, y'all dropped some fires in the chat for TR, man. Y'all dropped some fires in the chat for TR because TR yeah. asked the tough hitting questions here on Monday night take, man. We're almost here at the nine o'clock hour. It is September 11th. I would be remiss if I did not say this. If you have had someone that has passed away due to the unfortunate actions of 9-11, um, you know, 9-11 was a tough, tough day for a lot of people, especially from people living in New York. Yes. Um, let's just, I just want to take a, a moment of silence for the next 20 seconds. Um, excuse me, 11 seconds. Let's do 11 seconds for the people here for 9-11. All right, y'all. So, man, um, this has been another episode of Monday Night Take. Um, rest in peace to all those souls on September 11th. And, uh, man, I just want to say I appreciate y'all very much. Um, this has been Sleeper Stocks in the NASDAQ and the iPhone 15 um, launch. So we're about to get up out of here. We appreciate it. Um, you know, you guys tapping in with us next week. I'm going to challenge. We've got 150 something people here on right now. I need you guys to bring two to three friends. I need you guys to share this video with your coworkers, with your family members. Have them tap into this. This is obviously you guys can follow us here at the Come Up Series. Like, subscribe. We're looking to continue to put this show on the road. Like, listen, um, I haven't forgot about Dallas. Me and TR have talked. We're still doing Dallas. We want to come to you guys' cities as much as possible. But we need the love and support. We need that love and support back. We need more subscribers. We need more people here live every single week. We show up. We need you guys here live and watching those replays because we want to come to your city. So we got some things in the pipeline for y'all. And uh, we just want to say that we appreciate y'all very much. Thank you. Let's continue to go. Let's continue to push. So another episode of Monday Night Take here. The Panther is signing out. Here we see our swing. Let's go. Peace.
thought she wasn't. Exactly. 